You know, we love one another. Astana. Can we go now, please? Can we almost done here? That makes me feel. I want to touch her. That's enough. Don't look over there. Look at me. Can we go now? Be together forever. You ain't gonna be anyway. You're gonna be in we'll jail. Be together forever. That's, That's what I promised. Oh, it's enough. It's okay. It's okay. Hello, club members. I'm Kate, and for my senior prom, I got puked on from back of my head to my heels in a party bus before I made it to prom. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Chris, and my prom was fine, but the year after me, um, the prom was on a boat in Portland, and this guy proposed to his sophomore girlfriend, who then rejected him in the middle of the dance floor and then had to tell him that she couldn't marry him because she was pregnant with his best friend's baby. Were you were you there for that? No, but I have people who who no, witnessed really it for story. me. That's pretty bad, but I didn't get that puke out of my dress. Oh my god, they were stuck on a boat, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty it's I'm not arguing that Her, it's not bad. Her, the best friend, him. Okay, well like don't propose on a prom boat in high school. Moral of the story. <laughs> have yeah. an escape plan. Especially if you're 17. Always have an escape plan, regardless oh of your activity. Especially if she has a baby bump in her ballroom gown. I don't I don't think it was prom. showing yet. Oh, it's better if she is. I also cannot say that this is absolute fact, but I have considered it fact ever since. Uh, it's it, so. 100% fact. I've heard it's, of it now, too. It's objective. Yeah. Anyway, welcome back to the weekly meeting of the Nightlight Horror Movie Club. Yes. Alternatively known as the Nightlight Bad Movie Horror Club which is yes. where we basically just watch a different bad movie every two weeks. And, it's kind of uh, head in that it. direction, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Suggest better movies. <laughs> although, okay. although, to be fair, this the, person one was, who, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the person who suggested this um, like kind of wanted... He's Brandon. Like, it's awful. Watch Listener it. Brandon. Yes, Brandon. Club member Brandon. Yes. Uh, junior Vice President Brandon. <laughs> oh yeah if you That's email us takes. you're automatically a junior vice president it's amazing we don't even have a regular just vice president if you agree with me you're senior vice president there we go it's amazing but brandon emailed us a list and he's like yeah here's a bunch of really good movies also there's this really bad movie and we're like oh that one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure for sure yes. although he has a bunch on his list that we need to watch yeah so yeah, we this week we did watch Prom Night. However, not the original Prom Night from whichever year I don't actually know. 1980. Sure, if you say so. This mm-hmm. one was from 2008, and it is notoriously bad. Okay, I know that rankings and ratings and stuff is your bag, but I, I accidentally saw Rotten Tomatoes whenever I was trying to pull up the wiki for this. It's embarrassing, isn't it? It is 7%, you guys. 7% on the I don't side. think I've seen that low. Yes, you Wait, have. Troll, Remember troll Trolls was six. Was... It was 6. <laughs> but originally 0. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. so Troll 2 still wins. But this yeah. is 7% on the critic side and a whopping 38% on the on the viewer side. That's generous. So rocking it, pretty much. 
Yeah, so um, let's talk about this movie a little bit. So like you said, it's it's based on the 1980 movie called like, Prom Night. Very, very loosely. Like the plot is not similar except for the whole guy murdering people at prom part. That's the only thing that's in common. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it's like, so the plot of this movie is like there's a high school girl named Brittany Snow's character and she's traumatized. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> I could not. And they say her name a lot. And I'm like, mm-hmm, Brittany Snow, continue. Yeah, I literally don't know her name. Well, her name is Donna. And I know that because sure. I'm reading it here right now, not because I've learned that. But her okay, name is Brittany Snow. Brittany Snow. And she... Um, we have a great intro I'll get into, but she has this teacher who murders her entire family, and then she goes to prom, and he hunts everyone down at prom to get to her, and that's yeah, that's that that's that plot. The plot of the 1980 movie is just I don't, like I don't quite get it. <laughs> it's it, it, is it's there just a lot this, to get? No, not really. So it's just this masked dude who's like seeking vengeance for killing. A young girl six years prior and so he kills jamie lee curtis and various other teens jamie lee oh my god yeah you why was she in no like i had no idea she had like such a voluptuous like horror background it's because um halloween came out four years before this and she was like well if it ain't broke <laughs> yeah they were like we want her because that's what that's why people were going to the movies because they're like maybe this time jamie lee curtis will take her bra off oh maybe i don't think she 80s. did I don't think she did, though. Not until those Activia commercials that got cut. Oh, I love those commercials. <laughs> the other the other differences between the movies, um, a big one is return on an investment. So let's just... Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go there, I want to know how you put the genre of this movie. Oh, that's aside right. Aside from bad movie. It's bad. And aside from high school dance movie, mm-hmm. what is the genre of this movie? This, the genre... Mm, I wish... The genre of this movie is baby's first slasher. Oh, because it is clearly a slasher film that they wanted to make PG thirteen, so that teenagers would go see it, so they could get teenage money. But it's not mm-hmm. really a slasher film. So like, if you can't handle blood, you can still watch this because there isn't any. I mean, it's. I mean, it's a slasher film in the sense that it's a man killing people with a knife. Yeah, but. <laughs> mm, yeah baby's first slasher well and it's funny that you say that because this is the first horror film well the first slasher film um to receive a pg-13 rating oh so. that makes sense because yeah. that's what so they were literally clearly doing baby's first slasher. yes because they stab all right there is so much stabbing in this movie like clearly there's no like more than necessary yeah there's no like i don't know like parental guide advisory for number of stabs clearly i guess it's probably like number of stab holes because there <laughs> there are no stab holes None. in this entire movie and they in sh- it like it would be one thing if they just didn't show anything but they'll show like a linen shirt with two blood splotches on it but you can like still see the lines of the linen underneath it very clearly and you just watch this person get stabbed like at least 20 times and there's like two little <laughs> linen sp- splotches little splooch spots yeah and once i think there was a little bit of blood that was like at the corner of someone's mouth (gasps) oh but they can only show that once yeah only once so that's pushing it it. (laughs) and to be clear these murder scenes 
are approximately 30 minutes each. <laughs> and there are 12 of them. It's so, so and many murders. they're all the same. We got to kill so many people before we get to Britney Snow. Like, ugh. It's so bad. Like, like okay. similar to the Scream movies, this murder is just inefficient. Although, in Scream's defense, he wanted to kill whoever. This yeah. guy has like a target. He's just like really bad at Really bad at it. it. <laughs> I can't. Incredible. <laughs> it's really bad. So, um... So return Again, on investment. It made no okay, money. Yes. Uh, so the, like the main difference between um, the, the two movies. So the budget for this movie was $20 million. Was that Britney Snow's salary? It couldn't have been because who was Britney Snow? Truly. This was before Pitch Perfect and such. This movie had Britney Snow. It also had Idris fucking Elba. I know. Like the, the cast he... of this movie wasn't horrible. Oh, okay. Yes, it was. I mean, I mean, like, yes, it was. Wise. It was OK. It was Idris Elba, Brittany Snow, and then various One Tree Hill actors. Yeah. One Tree Hill actors it has that guy who was in Twilight. It I has Twilight. Um, don't lie to me. It has. I um, have not. You were in Twilight. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Anna Kendrick. <laughs> if anyone hasn't known this or ha- if we haven't brought this up, Anna Kendrick and Kate are literal identical twins but we can we're not i digress it has that woman who was in the first season of glee i have glee but i don't that guy who's a doting father figure in every movie he's in but i can never remember his name is that the uncle yeah who is he i don't know i don't he's got one of those faces where he's been in literally every movie or tv show ever he's just like a plain middle-aged kind-souled white man yes but a terror let's be clear a terrible guardian not the best no he's a I'm, he's a real some bad would argue guardian. that he makes very poor choices we'll get to those he's like sure she'll get murdered but we'll ruin her prom <laughs> <laughs> anyway. she's already had such a bad year i don't want to bum her out <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to it but if britney snow had died it would have been his it's fault. It's their fault. Like, 100%. All 100%. right. We'll get to that. But yeah, so th- the budget was $20 million, And in the box okay. office, it made $57 million, which well, okay, sounds so good. So at, at least it made money. Like, it made its money back. <laughs> but that's not a great bar to set. So, like, it sounds like a lot of money until you think about it. Like, it's like if $57 million is, like, a really good amount of money for, like, an indie film that you use, like, with your like camcorder it's not like good Blair Witch for, project for example yes it is not good for the only Blair Witch project made like so much more money than a this. lot more money than this but again 57.2 million dollars and um I'm not going to get into how much prom night made exactly because it's all in like 1980 money which is basically just like monopoly basi- money yeah it's nothing it doesn't make sense like <laughs> you can't but so I just did a simple like ROI calculation for them both mm-hmm so 2008, it only made 186% return on investment. Okay. Which is bad. Um, well, it could be better. It could be better. In 1980, <laughs> it made 880% return on investment. Okay, so better. So way better. <laughs> way better. It had Jamie Lee Curtis in it. It, uh, Yeah. And so people came to see it because it had Jamie. It, I think that if they could have gotten her for Friday the 13th, 
I think it would have been like out of this world popular. Oh yeah. More so than it already is. I mean, it has 12 sequels, so. It would have had like 13. Like Halloween does. <laughs> yes. So that's that's the main difference between them. The completely different plots and then the, how much money they made. And oh, the and one more the, thing. Yeah. Um, I like the tagline for the 1981 a lot better. What's the tagline? So the 2008 one I think is kind of weak, but you can tell me what you think. It's called, it's a, they say it's a night to die for. Weak. But I feel like I feel like you could use that for any night. Any movie. Literally. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> any like, horror film it's ever. It's not specific to prom. So the nineteen eighty one is really good. It's if you're not back by midnight, you won't be coming home. Oh shit. I know. That is Isn't good. that good? I yeah, really I like, like the, it's that like one. It's a curfew joke. I like Yes. It. I thought it was really cute. And then prom nights is just like we'll stab you at yeah. night time we'll kill you today <laughs> most of you <laughs> but that's really all i have i have some um information on the director the producer and the writer none of which you guys know I the mean, director just did his name is nelson mccormick like for what it's worth sure and he did like exclusively television and they're all tv shows i haven't heard of mm-hmm and then the producer is Neil Moritz, and he's famous for doing the I Know What You Did Last Summer movies, producing them. Heard of it. And the writer, I've nothing. like. And nothing came of him, I'm sure. As he deserves, or she deserves. It's just a bunch of initials. Whomever you people are. Whomever you are, you should be ashamed of yourself. I mean, I mean, let's be honest here. Before we get too much further, I mean, as, as Kate likes to say with these movies, like, oh, there's a lot of meat on this bone. If there's this, no meat. If this movie was a bone... It's a tofu block. There is no meat. (laughs) If you put this bone in a pot of water and boiled it, you would not get a stew. It would still be water. It would just be a bone in water. It would still be a wet bone. (laughs) There's nothing there. There's just like nothing. Yeah. No. There's a lot to pick up on here. I don't. Do you watch um, It's Always Sunny? No. Okay. Well, okay. So there's an episode of It's Always Sunny um, where the gang redoes a lethal weapon movie like make their own and throughout the whole like whole movie one of the characters is like word by word explaining everything that's happening (laughs) because whenever he watches movies he gets confused and he wants people to understand what's happening (laughs) okay that's what this movie's like it's true i mean they they just explain the plot like i'm like i know why he's there he's murdering people but why but why but they don't even flesh that out. Like they don't like give him a great backstory of, about why he's stalking that this ex-teacher is stalking this high school student. No, it's they just, just explain he just that he is. is. He just is. Not for any cool reason. Not that there's like a cool reason, <laughs> but not for any interesting reason. You know, I'd be better with teachers stalking their <laughs> students if you, if they just had a, a cooler reason for it, you know? Oh, like, you, you like her car? That's cool. Oh, well, okay. That's better. Yeah. That's cool. All right. All right. You want to eat her cat? All right. Oh, yeah. Kind of cool. She looks just like your dead grandmother who, like, molested you or something. Awesome. Awesome. Groovy. But no reason at all. (laughs) It's just, like, they kind of give us, they, like, show them, like, going, like, a flashback of the detectives going through his apartment. And it's just this Law and Order-esque, like, sepia-toned shot of them it just really looking at is. black binders full of photos of her face but not even like cool creepy drawings of her face just photos 
Yeah, it's just it's just like someone Googled, what do stalkers do? It's literally just photos of Britney Snow. I'm like, I know what Britney Snow looks like. You don't have to. I get it. <laughs> we all know. We all know. We've all stalked her at one point or another. We get the reasons. <laughs> but I at least drew her face in crayons and pasted her own hair onto the hair of my photo. Exactly. And it was cool and I got away with it. Brittany, See, I'm already writing a better you. movie. I'm already <laughs> writing a better movie. We've gone over this. We could make an excellent horror film. It would be really good. It'd be really good. Just wait, people. We're going to do it one day, and it's going to be such crap. <laughs> it's going to be great. No one has contributed to our Kickstarter yet. I just wanted to throw Very that out disappointing. there. Very disappointing. <laughs> I'm really disappointed. Chris's mom has donated $2 already. And she's already working on knitting it. the costumes. What have you done, <laughs> listeners? What have you done? <laughs> What have you done to support your presidents? <laughs> so anyways, yeah, there's really nothing going on in this movie. But since we already touched on reception. So, I mean, OK, it's not a secret. This movie's garbage, right? We can all accept that. We went <laughs> into this so because someone said, hey, listen to this. Watch this garbage movie. And we're like, cool. Awesome. Got oh, it. I had seen this movie before. I don't know if I told you. you hadn't, you've seen this? I saw this in theaters. Of course you did. <laughs> well, how do you feel about it then? Was Not it any good. better? Oh, no. No. So I, and that's the thing. This movie was, it could have been decent. It could have at least tried to mimic the spirit of the first movie. And then they would have gotten the nostalgia money, right? So like I went to see it with my dad because my dad's like, oh, it's prom night. You know, like 80s mm-hmm. movie. Love this movie. And I'm going to take my daughter to see it. It's going to be great. And he's like, what the hell is this shit? Because it's like mid 2000s, like it's not nostalgia pulling it's just mm-hmm. very very dated 2000s crap so it's like not related to, it's not relatable to the people who like the original movie mm-hmm. but it's also not good enough to get a new audience it's just a movie it's but it's just bad <laughs> right so, so so i just i go ahead so we gave rotten tomatoes it's they hated it they mm. hated it all 746 men hated it or whatever I almost made an account just so I could vote. <laughs> I almost applied to be one of these tomato tears. Goodness. Because I hated this movie. So what do you think IMDB gave it? Is it just a seven because it's a movie? Six. No. Is it a seven? 3.9. <gasps> they also hated this film. Oh, no. Yikes. Yeah. I- yeah, they hated this movie. I'm proud of you, IMDb. You I, had an opinion today. Metacritic's my favorite, though. Okay, what did they say? 17 out of 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they got a single positive review on the critic side, and that's by Variety Magazine. Um, Who? And, and, th- and they liked it. I don't... <laughs> that's all I can all right. say about it. They're just, like, surprisingly effective. I'm like, was it? How? Did we watch the same movie? <laughs> I think we... I think... I think we watched the wrong movie. Okay. Speaking of watching the wrong movie. Did you watch the wrong I movie? Got, so I didn't, but Nick did. Excellent. So Nick Nick is always in charge of finding the movies for us because he can usually find them on some sketchy website and we can like stream them. Okay. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I, t- I text him while I'm at work and I was like, hey, like, can you, because I was working late, I'm like, can you like find this movie? We can watch it tonight. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he texts me back. He's like, okay, so you know how I sight read? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, what are you talking about? 
It's like, so I was trying to download Prom Night 2008, but I accidentally downloaded Prom Night XXX Pure <gasps> Taboo. <laughs> and he didn't realize it because it was like the first thing that popped up. It had like the most hits. And so he... These, this movie is pretty well rated. I'm surprised that Kate <laughs> said this was going to be bad. And he, I was like, how soon, how quickly did you figure it out? He's like, okay, so the icon was just like a thigh. And I was like, maybe it's fine. <laughs> And then, he's t- then he texts me and he's like, wow, how many prom dates does one girl need? Oh he texts me another update. He's like, it's five. She has five prom dates. So he, he fully watched this movie then is what I'm getting. I think this. he watched enough to like text me about it while I was at work and make my day. <laughs> That's amazing. It was great. Um, I did find the Austin Chronicles review. Great. So Kate, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we can ever forgive the Austin Chronicle for whatever they did to upset us way back when. I will never forget that thing I forgot. I, whatever it was, never Mm-mm. forget. Um, I remember. <laughs> I, we remember. Um, but they've been like on point with us the last several movies. So this one, they give it a um, zero out of 100. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> um, so the Austin Chronicle, Mark Savlov which I'm pretty sure we've been furious at him at some point, but again, can't remember why. Probably, but... Probably. He says, quote, a nearly bloodless slasher film with fewer surprises than a broken jack-in-the-box. I like it. I love it. But Okay. I, and then my favorite review is a listener review who also gives it 0 out of 100. And they say, quote, I would ask for my money back, but damn it, I did it to myself. <laughs> and then he says... You know Pulp Fiction? Now think of the exact opposite. That's this movie. <laughs> that's funny. And I it's, like that a lot. It's true. Like, what is oh, this movie funny. if not the antithesis? Oh, it's gritty. Of Pulp it's Fiction. real. You don't know what's going to happen. Outstanding acting. Outstanding. Fleshed out characters. <laughs> so, yeah, this movie's garbage, and everyone can pretty much agree. Who's ready to hear about it? I am. I am. All right, let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Shall you start or shall I? I honestly don't remember this movie. Great. Okay. So, <laughs> so Brittany Snow comes home from the movies. Somewhere. Okay. And she, <laughs> she's calling for her family members. We get a great shot of her dad, like dead in the living room, dead in the living room. But the only blood is some blood that has been smeared onto his, on his palm. hand. Like what? The fuck? <laughs> like a very thin layer of blood on his hand. And then she goes upstairs and her brother is dead. And then his her mom, she hears screaming, so she goes under the bed and she witnesses Mr. Fenton, who we don't care about because we don't know who he is. But this like, really should have been a flashback. All the while. So like, she's like looking around her house and it's like dead quiet. She finds her dead brother's body and then she hears her mom screaming. I'm like, really? Her mom yeah. just like, oh, it's my cue. I'll start screaming now. She's like, oh, I'm not scared yet. I'm not scared I'm yet. Not, I don't even know there's a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> so she runs under the bed and her mom, the guy's like, where is she? And the mom is obviously looking under the bed at her daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I She's don't at a sleepover. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, she belongs to me. And then proceeds to stab the mother mm-hmm. a thousand times. Mm-hmm. 
So then, um, I guess he just leaves. And he leaves. You go to <laughs> Wait, so it's flash forward to three years later. Donna is now a senior, and she's living with the worst guardians in the world. But Aunt they Karen seem and nice. Uncle Jack. They seem nice. Just stupid. They're so bad. So let's just start. So she has a psychiatrist that she's going to. She's taking medication. She's doing. She seems to be doing well. Like she has friends. She's going out. She's doing good. And then it, it's time to go to prom. She's like, I'm not going to take my medications today. They make me forget stuff. Like, I want to remember everything. I don't want to be numb tonight. I don't want to be numb. And the aunt's like, that makes sense. <laughs> Abruptly start your <laughs> like antidepressants. That's a great idea. Just go, go cold turkey, girl. Here's the dead go mother's go. shawl. <laughs> Party it up. <laughs> go have fun. It's just bad parenting it's fine it's fine you gotta move past it there are bigger things to be upset about so donna and her friends are getting ready to attend prom they're exchanging very boring banter about who's gonna be the cutest prom queen Mm -hmm. i remember none of their names they all hate this other girl for indiscernible reasons they don't say why and they introduced her in the beginning like before she finds her like parents dead yeah she's like they've hated this girl for a while yeah, they're in the car, and she's like, I don't think I want to try it for cheerleading. She's like, you have to, so that bitch doesn't get it. And her and mom's like, why do you hate her? forward to modern day, and it's like, you have to be queen, so that bitch doesn't get it. <laughs> so, like, they clearly wanted to have, like, a small villain, but it didn't did not give work. me a reason. It didn't work, because they're way meaner to her than she is to them. Yeah, and, like, what's the, point of the have, what's the point of having a high school, like friend villain when there's an actual serial killer in the movie yeah we don't need that like <laughs> focus on the fo- give me one good villain but Flesh they out don't one backstory just That's give all me something want. to go off of and oh. oh and all of them have very forgettable boyfriends so if you think i know any of their names i don't i don't know any of their names however i will say that her boyfriend Brittany snow's boyfriend yes is a real gem and it's too bad he doesn't survive this movie because he was a keeper and there's no denying it. Yeah, like he didn't let her give up her scholarship to Brown. Like he just like every time someone like wanted to do something stupid, like he was just like very supportive and actually did good boyfriend things. Like he hadn't he was the, he was like a saltine of a character beyond that. Oh, but like he was, so he was like a boring. he was like a really good and pure saltine, you know? He was a very good napkin. <laughs> Good job. That's because they had him and then they had the bad boyfriend who was over the top bad. Yes. They're like, your girlfriend's crying. He's like, why would I care? And like kisses someone else or Throws something. Throws whiskey like, back. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah. So that's why they made him like the good boyfriend. Right. Also because they're going to kill him. So. Right. Anyway, it's. I guess we just skipped a prom. Oh, wait, no. The guy has broken out of prison. I feel yeah. like that's probably important. Yeah. So he's, he, and he's been out of prison for three days now, which is, no you know, one's fine. told, no one's told Brittany Snow. And Idris Elba's pissed. Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> he's the best part of this movie. And you know what? And tiny detail, this is completely insignificant, but whatever. I'm going to talk about it because this movie's insignificant. But they talk about how this movie is in Bridgeport. And they use these establishing shots of this really beautiful bridge next to the ocean, whatever. Mm-hmm. That bridge is in Newport, Oregon. And oh, Bridgeport, Oregon 
is not on the coast. I'm just going to, I'm just, I just, I had to say it. I had to bring it up. You know, they just got like some random establishing shots from some film company that you can use. Yeah. They're like, look at this nice bridge. There's a bridge. (laughs) It's in Bridgeport. It's in Bridge, Bridge City. And they're like, Bridge City. Like Newport (laughs) wouldn't give them the rights to say that it was there or (laughs) something. uh -uh. No. (laughs) No. So anyways, it was, I don't know, Eric to me, it's fine. No, I'm glad you told me I didn't know that. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not up to date on my um, Oregon topography, so. Well, that's rude. That little... I know. Shame on me. So Detective Elba and is going to warn the aunt and uncle of Brittany Snow that there's a murder out to kill their niece. Which would, which is like that would be my first move. Like I wouldn't call them. I would go to them knowing that the girl who's the target is not there. He's not a good detective. I mean, clearly. And then he just like tells him to expect. He's like, okay, now y'all deal with that. He makes I'm gonna equally go- <laughs> bad decisions during this movie. <laughs> and you know what? What kills me is that every single person who makes a bad decision, their motivation is, let's not ruin her prom. Let's not ruin her prom. Let her have a good time. <laughs> Literally, they have a conversation, like a 10-minute on-screen conversation. Like, well, I know that there's a man actively hunting for her right now. Yeah. But he's but- probably not even here. <laughs> I don't want to ruin the progress that she's made in therapy by reminding her that she's being hunted right now. Oh, my God. And, like, they're like, oh, well, he's probably not even here right now. And she's like, he killed her entire family. He killed, like, an 11-year-old boy to get to this girl. Like, he's obviously coming for her. It isn't like, oh, I probably didn't leave the iron on. No. And, like... like he probably isn't that fast. Looking is he? at the state of what his garage looked like, I can only imagine that his cell was like just full of sketches of her face. And oh, like sure. every inmate he'd ever interacted with w- would have told you like, oh, yeah, he's going well, for he's, her. He says that in like the interrogation room in that flashback where she has to identify yeah. him. And the aunt and uncle are there. Yeah. And he's like, oh, 100%. I'm getting out of here. And I'm going to oh, get her. Absolutely. Like, oh, I will see definitely. her again. This is happening. <laughs> it's happening. But they're like, no, like she got her hair done. No. <laughs> she stopped taking her medication. We just can't ruin her big night. Mm. Prom. The most important night in a young woman's life. Well, the tickets to this prom must have cost like $2,000 a person because it's at like the Ritz Carlton. It's <laughs> the nicest hotel <laughs> on the planet. And all of the seniors get hotel rooms because that's wise. How do you, how do you pay for that? Like, I am a grown woman with a job, and I still cringe every time I have to get, like, a Motel 6. Right. Like, no way that they're affording that. This hotel has multiple... The room has multiple rooms in it. Yeah. For real, though. Like, no way. No. No way. Also, another thing... Because I went to real high school. So Mm -hmm. whenever there's a scene where some white dude tries to sneak in a bottle of whiskey and gets an, Oh, you. Nice try. (laughs) I would have been fucking expelled. Expelled. I got puked on and I got breathalyzed. (laughs) (laughs) Before I even got into prom. Oh my God. Well, I love when they're like on their way to prom and like they're hanging out of the limo and there's all these random people in the street holding up signs and like, congrats, seniors. And I was like, (laughs) what does that? And I'm like, like, was prom like just like a a big communal fever dream for the rest of us? (laughs) 
Like, this is the most this, important day for these people. Okay, like, this movie, the She's All That. Like, all of these movies gave me the most unrealistic prom expectations. Absolutely. When in reality, you get there, there's a single bowl of punch, gone instantly, a couple of very <laughs> stale crackers, maybe a slice of ham, and the balloons that you just saw at Winter Formal fully deflated. That, that you blew up <laughs> in September. Like, that's it. And then there's a DJ that they hired, but the DJ thinks it's time to get exposure for his house music. So he only plays house music. Exactly. And all these like sweaty, like non-teen wolf style, actual teenagers in like dresses and tuxedos that grossly do not fit. Do never are fit. just like rubbing against each other like some sort of strange baboon orgy. Or just standing around looking at each other. Those are the two options. Sex on That's the floor it. or standing in the periphery. That and is these, prom. These, at this prom, at prom night prom, they have a light up raised dance floor. They have confetti constantly coming from the ceiling the whole time. The, just the just the budget for the confetti would have been extreme. That, that would have been my whole prom budget. The whole thing. Oh, my no, God. They, ha- they have an outstanding <laughs> confetti budget. And I love the part because this is a little bit realistic where the the um, the yearbook committee put together like a slideshow. I was thinking for the them. same thing. Yes. <laughs> and then it's just like the worst slideshow you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> and it just shows like he's our quarterback. What's his favorite class? Social, social studies. studies. <laughs> I died at that And everyone's too. like cheering. They're like, yeah, like he does studies. like social studies. How many people are in your graduating class? No one cares. 206. I think they say that, actually. And they went through everybody's favorite class. Let's point that out. That was an important detail to this screenwriter. But how many were there? 206. Killer motivation? Irrelevant. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's stalking. He's a stalker. Get it? He's stalking her. He's stalking her. Poorly. Oh, Oh, and also the teacher that openly tells a student in front of her friends how gorgeous she is and how she's totally going to win prom king, prom queen. And everyone's like, yeah, that's a normal thing to say. Like, yeah, thanks. Oh, and we forgot the best part. As they walk in, the mean one who like hates the bully, like the one who's supposed to be the bad girl, Mm -hmm. she walks in and immediately is like, you are stupid and you're not going to win prom queen. No, she said, "Your oh, your dress is simple, just like you. Just like you. I'm like, she was walking up the stairs. Like, she wasn't even facing you. <laughs> and then she doesn't even say anything back. She's just like, uh. And then Brittany Snow's like, listen, Stephanie, who's the bad girl? Listen. <laughs> we just want to have a good time. Let's all play nice. <laughs> it's prom. <laughs> like, she was minding her own <laughs> business. I'm like, okay. We get it. You got the cheerleading position like, or something. They really just wanted to play up this, like. Feud. teenage this, like, girl animosity made up. and it just did not land well and they're like fighting about who's gonna win prom queen meanwhile the, the entire time we're all like but the murderer though the yeah murderer, but there's your I friends are going missing do you notice that no okay cool no they don't notice also do you remember who your prom queen was no yeah exactly nobody freaking cares I don't i really don't nobody nobody cared then like no one was vying for like the prom queen position at my school. Maybe we just went to very 
Like, was your high school, like, in a city? I'm from Mississippi. We don't have those. Right, correct. So I think it's just because we come from very small. Like, I wonder if it means something for people with, like, huge graduating classes. But much bigger than 206. Maybe, like, because they just want to, like, be someone. I don't know. Nobody cared where I went. I imagine, like, big, like, city high schools with, like, a thousand seniors like maybe it's a bigger deal for those types of schools or something i mean this whole like mythos of like prom king queen being like the most important thing you can do in high school had to have come from somewhere right like this cliche it had to come from somewhere 80s movies carrie probably (laughs) when in doubt when in doubt anyway there's still murderers so Mr. Fenton is at the hotel very poorly disguised. He shaved. He, he's wearing a hat, he too. He looks so different. Was this guy... I'm sure he was the talk of the town, the guy who murdered a family. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he was on the news. Nobody recognizes him. Literally no one. And one of the dudes in the group goes up and is like, hey, can I get a key to our room? It's on floor three. And then they're like, what floor do you want? What's your preference of floor? Which has never been asked no. to anybody ever. It's like, no, I've never gotten a key. Like, this is the eighth floor? Uh-uh. Fuck that. No. Uh-uh. Number six. I explicitly requested a seventh floor balcony. So the main girls go up to their hotel suite to freshen up because they've been Evidently. at prom for 30 seconds. They're like, we got to go powder our noses or something. powder our noses. So Fenton stabs a housekeeper to death to get a master key. Thousands of times. A million times. Um, and then girl number three gets in an argument with her boyfriend because he got upset with her girl for talking to Rick. An audacious goes, crime. <laughs> he's talking to Rick and goes up to the room to calm down. Girl number three does. Mm-hmm. And then she gets stabbed to death. And then yeah. Claire doesn't come down because it's her name's Claire. Then Claire doesn't come down because she got stabbed to death. So... Her boyfriend goes up to see her or someone else. Drunk as hell. And he, he gets stabbed to death. Absolutely. Um, and if you're noticing a pattern, it's because that's the whole, that's the rest of the movie. That's the whole pattern. One of them like splits off from the group, goes to the room, gets murdered. That mm-hmm. That's the movie. Etc. But do, I, I do like how they followed like the scream style horror movie rules. So like, I mean, the first girl, not so much. The maid, not so much. <laughs> but the boy, he drinks, so he gets axed. Yeah. The next girl um, almost has sex. She gets axed. But what did Claire do? Oh, she talked to Rick. What did she do? She talked to Rick. Is that why she got murdered? I don't know. I think so. <laughs> what was her moral quandary? I don't know. But my favorite is, so, like, everyone goes up to the hotel to find someone else and gets murdered. And so all the friends, they're getting picked off this way. But my favorite one is whenever the hotel manager, (laughs) he goes up to the floor and he sees Mr. Fenton. He's like, hey, have you seen my housekeeper? And then they stab him to death. Well, and that's what, that's what, like, every single murder in this movie, there's no reason. Mm -mm. Like, he wants to get to Donna. Mm -mm. And, like, when he murdered her family at the beginning... Okay, I can kind of paint a picture for why a crazy person stalking someone would do that. Like, you're her family. She's tied to you. I need to get rid of you, right? He just seems like a bad stalker. But, like, 
these friends, there was literally no reason to kill them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like they were trying to stop him from getting to her. They literally had no idea he was there. They were just mm-hmm. warm bodies near him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like the housekeeper. Well, he he she murdered let her, her for the for the key. Yeah. No, but no, no, no. He didn't though. She she's like she lets him into the room and he's like, oh, by the way, can I get some towels? And she goes into the room and then he kills her. Well, he, but he already got into the room. No, into his room. Oh, he had to get her key. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, he needed her key to get into. Um, but couldn't he have just got? He could have done his little. So he, uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, which is everyone, um, he takes a knife and scratches a, his key card and is like, "I can't get into my room." But he could have done that with their room because he has their room number. Oh, true. He he could have just pretended like that was yeah. his room. Fair point. I'm just realizing that's not that's what he not what he did because what he did makes less sense. You're right. Okay. Uh, I mean, killing her made sense with his way of deciding to get into their room. But you're right. There was an easier way to get into their room. There's no... But he has no motive to kill anybody else, like you said. Yeah, he has no motive to kill anybody in this movie. Not even Donna. I don't know. You would think that if he... Yeah, if he liked Donna so much and was so obsessed with her, he wouldn't have, like, left her sight. He would have just been, like, staring at her and, like, you know, drinking her leftover punch cups or whatever stalkers do. Yeah. But he doesn't do anything. He just kills housekeeper. Anyway, I can't <laughs> dwell on this anymore. It, it makes no sense. Don't look for reasoning. There isn't any. There is none. Mm-mm. So where are we? So okay. Who, someone's going to die next. Drunk boy's dead. So then it's almost time the to... Ho- the hotel manager got dead. Oh, yeah. The hotel and, manager. Um, he's dead. He, he got super dead. Which turns out to be relevant to the plot later, I guess. Uh, um, yeah. That's how he escapes. Sure. Okay. So... <laughs> Um, the, the two, the mean girl who's supposed to be the nice girl and her boyfriend go into an elevator and they see Mr. Fenton because Mr. Fenton's just like making laps, I guess, up and down the elevators. He has, he has no concern with being seen. aimlessly. He's like, oh, it's prom. No one's going to be suspicious of this random 40 year old man wearing a hat. Yeah. Nobody. Also, everybody knows what he looks like. Yes, the murderer in the town. Everyone would know who that is. He was their high school teacher. Oh, my. Everyone would know who that is. Everyone. Especially there. <laughs> and he's just making the laps. Anyway, so the mean girl and or the mean nice girl and her boyfriend go up into the hotel room. But the, in the elevator, they run into Mr. Fenton and mean girl kind of like, her, oh, her name is. Hmm. I don't know. That's fine. Mean girl like <laughs> makes Lisa. Lisa makes sure. eye contact with him and is like, I think I know you. Like, you don't know the person as who you murdered your best friend's family? <laughs> like, as if you wouldn't taught immediately you? know. <laughs> yeah. Shaved or unshaved. So she doesn't realize it until she's on the hotel bed, like, making out with her man. And then she's like, oh, it's Mr. Fenton. And then um, runs to tell Ronnie, but then gets stabbed. <laughs> well, this I love this part because... She tries to oh, get she to tries to get the le- into the elevator, doesn't work. So she goes into the stairwell, inst- her heel breaks, falls to the ground, like falls mm-hmm. down a flight of stairs, and mm-hmm. then he's like, "I'm gonna kill you now," 
and he pulls out his knife and she runs away and he slowly begins descending the stairs in pursuit. <laughs> Hot pursuit. And then she ends up in a abandoned floor that's under complete construction. Yeah. Where did this floor come from? Why is it know. here? Why is it full know. of pigeons? It's full of pigeons and saran wrap. <laughs> this is literally the that's nicest it. hotel in Oregon, I assume. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And there's just like this ran like first of all why stop on floor two because that's where she has to be right floor two she did she just walked onto that floor for no reason for no reason and then it's you like you could have made it the one creepy- more floor they just wanted one scene like with a creepy under construction hotel floor uh, yeah I guess but they just wanted one they wanted one scene of blood flying out and hitting the plastic paper stuff like she was one flight of stairs away from getting to the bottom which is full of people and she would been like hey look I'm bleeding and there's a murderer in the stairwell instead she gets off at the creepy floor and like constantly runs into buckets and scares pigeons and pigeons yeah it's full of pigeons (laughs) how did they get in here how did they get in here there's no reason for them the pigeons are like my my floor preference is two (laughs) that's what happened because you get asked at this hotel that makes about as much sense as the rest of the plot i wouldn't discount that But so this murder takes like yeah. fucking forever. Oh, like 20 minutes. It takes so long to finally kill this girl. <sighs> she eventually dies. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, um, where is she? It's time to get crowned. It's time to get crowned. Because <laughs> that is still the only motivation here. Like t- literally three friends are completely missing at this point. Oh, yeah, her boyfriend's on stage like, I don't know where she is. <laughs> where could she be? Probably alive. Anyway, who Almost won Almost certainly King? alive. <laughs> so then um, the detectives find some dude Mean- in the car trunk. Wait, meanwhile, the detectives are here the entire time. Aegis Elba is like off in the wings watching her dance at her prom when he could have just like. Escorted her home <laughs> or to the police station. Idris, this is also your fault. Yeah, it's super your fault. Negligent. Negligence. Anyway, they Anyways. find they find like the body of like the the guy who the murderer is trying to use his alias. He didn't need to he didn't need an alias. Like he could have just didn't need it. <laughs> it doesn't he didn't need it doesn't make any sense. But oh, we found the real Howard Ramsey. Like okay. No, we were looking for him. And then he found the room that was booked under his name. He could have used a fake name. What I love about this whole bit is that they were digging around looking at cars in the parking lot and found a dead body in a trunk. Meanwhile, the hotel that they sh- like they're all in and it has the the target has three dead no one, two, three, four, five dead bodies in it already. <laughs> and then and they haven't found any of those. Yeah, funny of those. <laughs> got a crack team assembled for this prom like he just donna is still dancing the night away like like when he went to the the concierge desk and was like hey how many exits do you have he also could have been like hey what room is this girl in we should probably put a cop there yeah we should probably and then the cops would have gotten up there and they're like oh multiple dead bodies in this here room Mm -hmm. but they don't do that till later so they instead of like just calmly evacuating the the prom guests 
they pull the fire alarm because that's what detectives do. They pull the fire alarm and then Donna realizes that she left her mom's shawl in the suite upstairs. And people are like, oh, yeah, go get it. That's important. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is not a drill. There's a fire. And she's like, I'm going to go upstairs real fast. What ki- like the fire alarm starts and then a police officer walks in to, like immediately and is like, hey, guys, this isn't a joke. Get out. To me, my in my mind, if I was there, I would assume that it's not a fire, first of all. Yeah. Cops just like, don't show up and pull fire alarms. I'd say like bomb threat or something. Yeah, exactly. That would be also, m- the SWAT team is there, I think. Yeah. Well, not yet. Not yet. But oh. my immediate thought would be like, this is not a fire. Bomb like threat. something something seedier is happening here. And she's like, uh, my shawl. <laughs> it was my mother's shawl. It was my mother's. It's the only thing I have left of her. Yeah, you had a house full of crap. Like, <laughs> get another one of her shawls. Or, like, go back up later. They're not setting it on fire now. Yeah, exactly. Like, clearly the hotel was not, in fact, on fire. Anyways, oh my God. she breaks into the pack. No one thinks to, No one thinks anything of it. Idris Elba's an idiot. End scene. But then they go up <laughs> to the hotel room to look for her which they should have done at the beginning but they're searching and well she she gets up there right oh she that's right she gets she almost gets killed so she goes up there to get her shawl and then finally runs into her stalker after all of this time they have a little cat and mouse thing and then she she escapes it's very confusing like she gets away from him by going through the bathroom and then ending up in a different connected room Mm -hmm. i'm confused he breaks down the door. He She this- pulls her classic move of hiding under the bed, which he has still not riddled out. He- <laughs> <laughs> Too quick for me. And then he finds her because she makes a noise because she sees her dead friend under, under the bed. She yeah. makes a break for it. Runs into the cops at the elevator because they've mm-hmm. finally shown up. Incredible. They go into the room, can't find the guy. Where, oh, where could he be? Oh, that's right. This is where the uniform comes into play. So, yeah, because like, he he left. Oh, I, do, I, I just don't understand how he did it. He left the room, went back to the other room, stripped <laughs> the man naked, put mm-hmm. on his uniform, mm-hmm. went downstairs, and then mm-hmm. managed to exit calmly with the rest of the staff who has still not evacuated yet. They still haven't evacuated. And I don't know. What I don't under I don't what I don't understand is why he didn't use the perfectly good maid's uniform <laughs> from his first kill. He he already had a dead employee. Why he do you have to kill two? <laughs> he didn't need that one. Incredible. And so then the SWAT this SWAT team shows up, they sweep the entire hotel, they find Nothing except for more dead bodies. A lot of bodies. Because this hotel is littered with them at this point. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, you know, where could he be? We sent her home with nothing but like two cops to guard their house. We still haven't Why is she found going him. home? Go I, to the police station. I, I literally can't comprehend it. Why would you send him home? Like, oh, you've had a big day. Go take, you need a rest. She's like, you're right. I feel safe there with my incompetent guardians. Incredible. And two police officers, one of which is like an actual like chicken shit 
who oh, yeah. a certifiable idiot he's not been helpful this entire movie and then they find the dead guy the dead um bellhop guy in the ceiling because we've also yeah. managed to have time to put him up there after stripping him he was doing his pull-ups in prison i'll tell you that he, he moved quick <laughs> <laughs> shove that up there real fast and I'm like, really, you searched this entire hotel, but you didn't check any of the vents, including the one here with the body in it? Also, they didn't need to show us that. Like, we know, we get it. We get it. <sighs> Anyways, so they're like, oh, fuck, he left, obviously. We know that. <laughs> we already knew that when the hotel was devoid of any living humans. Why? Why? I don't understand why they evacuated instead of putting it on lockdown. That's what I don't quite get. I guess, There's a serial killer. I guess because you, you don't want all lockdown. the humans in there with the murderer. But he's going to get out and murder people. Correct. Which is what happens. Oh, my God. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I guess that's what happens when you let them loose. Who would have thunk it? Yeah. So Idris is like rushing home. Well, he's rushing to the aunt and uncle's house. He's calling it multiple times. And he's like, how weird. No the phone just isn't going through. <laughs> It just doesn't make sense. Of course it does. Of course it does. Of course it makes sense. <sighs> so chicken shit, like secondary, like deputy investigator guy. He's like, oh, Whatever. nothing's wrong here. Doesn't even get out of his car. Points the light. He doesn't light even at- have backup. He has a single cop in the backyard. Oh, I forgot. He's just roaming, roaming around the backyard. <laughs> so he's like, oh, crap. The, the phone line is cut. Huh. Proceeds to do nothing about it. Yeah, he just sits there. He po- oh no, he points a light like at yeah, the- <laughs> he points a light at it, and he's like, oh. And then we assume he gets promptly murdered. Mm-hmm. And so then, Brittany Snow has a a dream where she or he's like in the house, and then she gets up and like the same sequence of events happen, and she's like, oh, maybe I'm psychic. <laughs> like she has this moment, and you can see it on her face. She's like. Am I psychic? Yeah, because we need that at like minute 86 in our 88 minute movie. <laughs> what if she had been though? What if that was like the whole thing? The whole time. She goes back to bed and her boyfriend is obviously dead. Like full on dead. And mm-hmm. we all knew it. Aunt and uncle, they're fine. Mm-hmm. They're fine. fine. Um, so the murder. So if I got into bed and I see my boyfriend throat slit. Yeah, but they don't bleed. They don't bleed in this movie. They don't bleed. So he's just resting peacefully. But, like, my instinct would not be to get into the closet. Because here's the thing. Oh, yeah. Because she she sees the the shadow coming up the stairs, which is investigator Idris Elba, who has forgotten everything about being a cop and has not declared himself. No, he's just sneaking up the stairs. He's sneaking up the stairs well, like a murderer. Gun owners in this house, Jesus. And she's like, "Hmm, dead boyfriend immediately next to me. The murderer must be coming up the stairs still." <laughs> <laughs> Let me hide here in this open closet <laughs> where there could not be a murderer. <laughs> Let me back into it slowly. Let me back. Maybe she backed into it. And he's obviously in there, right? Yeah, and so, like, it. he grabs her. And he's like, are you ready to come with me? And she smartly nods her head yes. You know? What's she going to do? Right. Because she's not going to put up a fight. Because, like, he would murder her. 
he would murder her. And then she sees that it's the cop in there and she tries to break free. She bites him. Oh my God. I love it. Cause like she doesn't do it right away though. Cause then the aunt and uncle start screaming in their room because they see the dead cop. And so I just yeah. Elba books it out of there, leaving her in the closet with the murderer. And then she bites him. <laughs> and then she bites him. And then she's on the ground screaming, kicking him multiple times. And Idris hears none of that. He heard mm-hmm. the aunt scream from across the mm-hmm. house, but her screaming and fighting the murderer falling on deaf ears. Yeah. He's busy. He's busy. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally he shoots the murderer and, it's like finally fucking over and it's that's it like that's it like and then he's dead and then credits roll and that's the end of the movie that is the end of the movie there is no epilogue there is no healing there's nothing it's just that's it she's left with nothing except for two like guardians who have proven themselves to be subpar the people who i wanted to get killed she had like a a bland boyfriend, but a very good one who is now yeah. dead. Oh, I forgot the scene where she suddenly is like, I'm going to go to local school with you and forgo my scholarship at Brown. And they do th- they do this a lot in movies because mm-hmm. they want to set the movies around prom time because that's interesting. But you have picked your college yeah. by like January. It's like too like, fucking late. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's too late. They all like local college isn't going to take you like it's too late. Right take your scholarship right and like uh, i don't know and the boyfriend is so good he's like obviously i want to be with you but like you have to go to brown you know they don't they do not give out that many orphan scholarships a year like take it take it and so like i don't know he was such a good boyfriend and he died so unnecessarily he was he was the only likable character and i think that's what he was bland but he was likable more than anyone else um Brittany Snow was likable because she's Brittany Snow and for no other reasons. I liked her. That was it. Yeah. No, I didn't like her that much either. I didn't like anybody. <laughs> I didn't like this movie. Oh, really? Clear. I didn't like it. I didn't oh. like it. Well, plot twist. I loved this movie. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we should go to our scoreboard. I'm very excited. Okay, yeah. So. The bottom. <laughs> So our scoreboard, if you hopefully you know about it by this point, um, it's at our Tumblr Nightlight Horror Movie. Oh my God! <laughs> Nightlight Horror Movie Club Tumblr.com on our movie scoreboard page. So our top three right now is A Quiet Place, Conjuring, and Oculus. I think Ooh, this I movie is a contender. I don't know, yeah, <laughs> number two, <laughs> a new number two. <laughs> oh God! Okay. And our bottom three are The Nun, Troll 2, and Cheapers Creepers. This is worse than The Nun. Is it really? This is, this is worse than The Nun for me. The Nun had at least had cool sets. Yeah. It had it had a villain. With an equal lack of motivation. Yeah, but at least I was... No, I wasn't scared of her. Um... My, it had, do I need to remind you that she sucked the blood of actual Jesus Christ out of an ornate Christmas decoration and then spurred it into the nun's face? <laughs> With her mouth. <laughs> yeah, this goes below that. That was great. <laughs> I mean... It's worse, it's worse than Children of the Corn. Oh, 
Hell yeah. Outlander. Outlander. I would say this is, for me, this is number 33. What? Below Troll 2? Yeah. Below, way, I love Troll 2. Way below Troll 2. You're right. But above Jeepers Creepers because it's not nearly as problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I fully agree. This, I mean, this movie Sweet. was trash. It was real dumb. Like, Troll 2 is a terrible movie, but I will watch Troll 2 again. I've watched this movie twice. It's begrudgingly. For you, Brandon, I did this. <laughs> I did this for you, Outlander. I did this for you, Outlander. <laughs> oh, my God. Great. All Number right. So that was easy. Prom Night, the remake, um, kind of, is our new 33. Second, yeah, to, and as, second to last. Second to the bottom. And as we've mentioned, our lovely um, junior vice president, Brandon, um, gave us the suggestion because he's an awesome club member. Uh, for you guys to join our club, you just have to subscribe to us on whatever, wherever you get your podcasts. We do this like every couple weeks and it's super fun. And you yes. can also email us like he did. Um, our email is nightlighthorrormovieclub at gmail.com. And we love getting those emails and talking to you guys. It's so much fun. And speaking of, we recently got um, a listener emailing us, talking to us. And it's kind of fun because, you know, having actual conversations about movies. Um, And she also came with some, in addition to some thoughts about previous episodes, she has some recommendations for us. Mm -hmm. Um, Whose turn is it? I think it's your turn. Uh, I picked The Thing. Yes. I picked John Carpenter's The Thing, hands down. The it's, Thing. I've heard amazing things about it. I've seen crazy gifts of their awesome special effects, and I cannot believe I've never seen this movie. So we have to. I love it when you haven't seen it either. I do too. Like, I, I, I knew that The Thing was a movie. Vaguely. That's it? Oh, you haven't seen? I'll send you some gifts. You'll like it. No, I won't say anything. Okay. Okay. But I come, I come, in, I come in it with, like, no opinion about it other than I know the special effects are really good. Okay. I mean, it's an old movie, though. Yeah? Yeah, and the special effects are better than both It movies. Oh, well, that's a low bar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> More practical effects. More Less CGI. Uh, I fully agree. More mm, practical effects. Agree. Yes. Or just do what Blair Witch did. No effects. No. <laughs> and it did it Just piles of rocks. No effects effectively. Also, Bill Skarsgård's eyes are creepy on their own. Don't need CGI for that. Exactly. All right. So next time we're doing John Carpenter's The Thing. Please join us. Um, and if you want to, watch it along with us. Yes, please. Yay. That's going to be really fun. All right. Any closing thoughts, Kate? Uh, not really. I'm glad we agreed. That's really cool. I, yeah, we've been agreeing lately. It's been, it's yeah. been going well. Although um, a listener did message us recently talking about how you outright bullied me out of was that was that listener my mom because no it was not but it was like (laughs) i'm thank you listeners because i have the power of the people behind me agreeing you don't that was one person me bullied me outrageously out of using a bargaining chip for silent night deadly night i wanted that movie so much higher and you oh did you want it higher cruelly cruelly well, I don't know. Maybe I'll get in the Christmas spirit and we can talk about it then. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a little too little too late, Kate. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't picked your Christmas present yet. So maybe it's just a whole box of bargaining chips. And yet you already have your Christmas present from me. 
I know. It's in my closet. I want to see what it is. You can't. I know. I know that. It's not Christmas. I, yes, I know Chris. <laughs> anyway, that concludes <laughs> our weekly meeting, and we'll see you guys next time for The Thing. See you next time. <laughs>